Hi everyone, JJ here with The Art of Value. Welcome. Well, today we're going to look again at Michael Burry's investing. He was played by Christian Bale in the big short movie. I'm sure you've all seen it. And he had a big short on, a massive short on the housing market back then. He saw the subprime crisis coming and it looks like he's got another big short on the current market. So we're going to look at that and some of his other investments as well. So let's get straight into it. For the past couple of videos, I've been looking at super investor portfolios for quarter two, 2023, the 13F filings that are out and Michael Burry's are out too. And it's revealed that he's got this big short. He's got put options on the S&P 500 index that's the market benchmark index when people talk about the market beating the market that's what they mean and he's also got about the same amount 2 million shares worth on the QQQ which is the Nasdaq index so he short those two indices with put options 2 million shares each with a notional value of 1.5 billion dollars so it's a big short this is again a big short for Burry. Now we can see this tweet that went out. Are they called tweets now? Now it's called X. I don't know. They're called X's. It says breaking. Michael Burry just shorted the market with $1.6 billion, bought $890 million of SPY puts and bought $740 million of QQQ puts. Again, that's the S&P 500 and the NASDAQ index. This now makes up 93% of his entire portfolio. And so they've got a graphic there from Whale Wisdom, which shows the puts 51% of his portfolio in the SPY and 42.5% in the QQQs. Now, this is an interesting community note on that tweet straight away. It says Michael Burry's account holdings data is listed as of the 30th June, which of course is the end of the quarter. It is unknown whether Burry still holds the positions or has sold them. Of course, we don't know. The filings come out quite a long time after the end of the quarter so a lot of the investments that he has not just these but the other investments he could have sold them he does trade quite a lot tend to trade so we just don't know if he's already sold them he could have he trades in and out these are just the filings at the end of that quarter at the end of the date which our fund managers who have over a hundred million I think it is have to file 13f so that's why Burry has to do it his fund is bigger than that his main investments in stocks aren't actually that much bigger than that, but this is a big bet against the market. So there's information missing here, though, that we just don't see. It needs to be said that it's very unlikely that Barry's putting up, say, over a billion dollars on this trade dollar for dollar. He's more likely to be putting less than 100 million to maybe 200, 300 million at the most to get this trade in place. There's other information here we don't have. We don't have the dates either. We just don't know when he's planning to exit. So he's getting exposure of about one and a half billion dollars, but he's not putting up that much money and it could pay off big time if he's right. You'll see some headlines around that implying that he's put up 1.5 billion dollars. It's not really the case. It could pay off big time this big short. It is a big short. There's no doubt about that. And as I said, he does have actual long investments in the market, which we'll have a look at. One thing is clear from these positions, though, that it is a big short on the market. So if the markets were to go down and retest those lows of 2022, which I think that is the bet that he's making here, he's thinking that it won't keep going up. We've had a big gain in the NASDAQ and the S&P 500 for this year so far. So he's betting that I think it'll go down again to below where it was, retest those lows. And if that happens, he and his investors will make hundreds of millions of dollars here and I think that's the bet that he's making. So if you've been watching or listening over the past year or more you know that I've been following Burry and he has been making long bets, long investments in the market. He trades quite a lot but it has to be said that he hasn't been making very big bets. He's been pretty pessimistic about the economy. He's been tweeting as much over that time as well and sometimes being pretty dire. One tweet he made just said sell and then he came back and said I was wrong to sell a bit later on 
but he has made some pretty dire predictions about the economy. At one stage, he was thinking that inflation was just going to get away. He seems to be pretty still pessimistic about the economy and the investments that he has been making, like in private prisons and so forth, is kind of more pessimistic about the economy, you'd have to be saying. But I think he has had quite a lot of cash. He hasn't had a lot of investments. I've been totaling about maybe a hundred million. I think his portfolio is bigger than that, so he hasn't been putting his money to work. He's been waiting, but now he's making this big bet against it. Maybe he thinks it's time the economy is still going to go into recession or the market's going to go down anyway, regardless of what happens to the economy. That's the bet that he's making here, and it is a big one. Now, it's worth looking at the indices that he's making a bet against. Of course, the S&P 500, we can see that huge spike up from the lows of 2020 all the way up. And then during 2022, it went down into that low. And then it sort of spiked back up again, but it hasn't reached the highs again. And I think he's making the bet that it won't. It started to turn down a little bit. Will it continue? We just don't know, but that's what he's betting. I'm sure he'd like to see it go down to test those lows again. It's certainly possible. If we go back to the S&P 500, we can see that long run up from really the global financial crisis when he made this big last big short and it's gone down in 2022 was the first really big dip long prolonged bear market since then apart from March 2020 but it was only a few weeks so he's betting that this long big bull run will come to the end and it will go down from here and if we look at the Nasdaq index which he's got the other half of his big short on we can see that it's very similar it hasn't reached the highs again new highs and it's just turned down recently but remember this was in Q2 so it kept going up after he put these bets on the market and now it's going down a little bit will it continue up it could easily go continue up for longer remember in the big short remember back then he had these the bets on the market the big short on for a long time before it started to work that was a big drama in the movie where it wasn't working the way he thought and he waited and he waited he was early he was very early there but he held out and it paid off will this be the same we'll have to wait and see so if we zoom out on the nasdaq index we can see back again it's similar from the financial crisis way back in 2009 when it kind of bottomed and it's been a bigger spike up it looks like a bigger spike than the s&p 500 for techs had a very good run and then quite a dip down in 2022 it was but it spiked back up again in 2023 and what will happen from here he's betting that it will turn down and test those lows again well that's what he's hoping it will pay off another big short for him will pay off if that happens now i've talked about this big short that he has but let's look at his other investments for a minute to just get some context about his overall investing and we can see he's actually made quite a few buys in that last quarter in q2 expedia is the big one and it's 9.82 percent of the portfolio there the u.s portfolio anyway he may have investments outside of america we don't know that this just shows the u.s ones number two is charter communications with 8.25 and that is a nine million dollar investment and generac holdings which is generators and like power generation other ones are Cigna Group, CVS Health, MGM Resorts so gambling took a dive during the shutdown but it seems to be making a comeback and of course with Expedia being the top bet there I'm wondering if he thinks that travel is going to bounce back after people haven't been able to travel so long Warner Brothers Discoveries in there, GO Group which is that private prisons company you can see the real real in there which is luxury goods, secondhand luxury goods what else is in there, Next Star Media 
media group curate retail so there are a whole bunch of companies that he's actually invested in you'll see if you're watching on video on the screen there on spotify or on youtube or on twitter now you'll see those on the screen all those investments that he's made some of them are pretty small but expedia being the biggest one investing in travel there travel booking so i'm wondering if that's what he thinks is going to happen a big bounce back in travel but as well as the same time as having a big short you wonder what will happen to travel if the market turns way down and there's a recession as well travel might take a bit of a contraction but those are the investments that he has he may have sold some of these or all of these already we just don't know we have no insight into that whatsoever he doesn't say so on twitter or x he just gives these proclamations every so often sometimes cryptic tweets it's worth looking at what he's been selling during the quarter too as i said in previous episodes i've talked about him buying some of these actually he sold them he sold out of alibaba 100 which is notable it's quite a big position signet jewelers he sold 32 percent of liberty lilac which is a media company john malone connected media company zoom communications he sold out of 100 percent capital one financial and wells fargo so he sold banks western alliance bank corp during that mini banking crisis earlier in the year he made some investments in there he likes deep value so these things that he buys are generally he thinks are at deep value undervalued and he waits till they get to fair value or above and then sells them he did that with gamestop even he got in and out made profit on that well before it became a meme stock it was also pack west group there first republic so a whole bunch of banks that was a theme that he bought jd and alibaba sold both of those out so he's not keen on what's happening in china obviously but other super investors as we've seen in the previous episodes have bought alibaba recently so different investors have got different positions different opinions on that that's why you can't just follow investors into things without conviction yourself without doing the work yourself especially michael burry because he trades so much he could be in these out of them we just don't know what he's been doing it's very hard to follow him and work out what he's doing he has these fundamental bets deep value but he also has his macro bets he does both of those things and he can move pretty quickly now if you're getting value out of this episode so far do think about subscribing if you're not already to get more of this kind of investing content in the future and as a reminder the videos are available on spotify on youtube and now on twitter as well so you can follow and subscribe in any of those places for the video and thanks to all those people who have subscribed and followed already so Barry kind of has these two ways of investing. He has this deep value framework. He looks for deep value. He looks for stocks that are vastly undervalued, that are maybe off the beaten track, that people have forgotten about them. And he invests in them and waits for them to get back to fair value. It's a very traditional way of value investing. And he also has this macro aspect, kind of like Druckenmiller, Stan Druckenmiller, who I've made episodes about before, who looks at the macro picture and he looks at the price action as well. He has talked about using technical tools as well from time to time. So he does look at the macro movements of what the economy is doing and what the market's doing. And you can see that in this very quarter that he's that he's investing in now. He's got this these put options on the whole market, these, these two indices, but he's also got long bets on a number of stocks. So it's kind of hedged in a way, but the biggest bet that he has is on shorting the market. So he, clearly he thinks it's going to go down. But if it doesn't, he's not going to be ruined either. I think it's pretty clever that he's able to invest this way. I certainly can't do that. I don't know anything about the macro. I would not invest that way. But people like Stan Druckenmiller, who hasn't had a down year in three decades, and he is like Barry in that he can change his mind from week to week. And he says that, don't follow me into a trade because I can change my mind quickly. The reason I'm talking about Stan Druckenmiller is that he's actually said that he could see that in 10 years time, a decade later, 
the share market may not be up. Druckenmiller thinks that the share market might be just flat for 10 years, well not flat all the way along, but more like a roller coaster, ups and downs. So he says that money can be made along the way. A lot of money can be made along the way, but you have to be smart about that macro environment. And this is what Burry's doing, I think. He is betting that the market will go down in the short term, relatively short term, and maybe there'll be peaks and troughs along the way and over 10 years net flat. I think he's thinking in a similar way to Stan Druckenmiller here in that way. But Stan Druckenmiller can still make money in that environment. I think Michael Burry thinks he can too. So that might be the new environment that we're seeing now. Howard Marks has also said similar. He thinks there's a sea change for the market and we could be in for 10 years of that. All of these super investors have said something like that, similar, that they think the next 10 years is going to be very different from the last 10 years or over 10 years where we had that long bull run. It was great for tech stocks and it was fairly consistent with, with no, really no bear markets leading up to 2020. So it was a long, smooth run. And a lot of investors who haven't invested before that thinks that that's the way that the market goes. But these investors are kind of betting that it won't be like that for the next 10 years. There might be this roller coaster ride, but net flat over the next decade, we'll have to see what happens. So I'd say what Burry might be thinking is that the interest rates, the spike in interest rates that we've had, it's a lag on the market, a lag on the economy. He still thinks it's going to happen. He still thinks there's going to be a big effect, pretty much not much effect that's happened now, except for that earlier banking mini crisis that we had. But I think he thinks that there's more to come. So we can get pretty good interest rates just in banks and other institutions at the moment, even brokers of an interactive brokers, which I use, and there's a link below, has pretty good interest rates. And you're kind of doing pretty well being out of the market just in cash right now, which has not been the case for the last decade or more. So you have to think of that when we're investing now, the interest rates are going to stay where they are or even go up a little bit more. We have to get that much out of the market when we invest. It wasn't like that when we had zero interest rates. It was kind of a no-brainer to invest in the stock market. It was that long bull run. Of course, there can be a crash at any time, but it has been pretty good for all that time. And maybe there will be a sea change and a difference in this market. Now, I've talked about Michael Burry's positions for this last quarter. The last episodes I made, which I'll put here if you're on YouTube and a description if you're watching or listening elsewhere of other super investors, how they're positioned, what they've been buying and selling in this Q2 for 2023. So go and see those if you haven't already. And I'll see you next time. Thanks for watching or listening.